0: I think we're, uh, we're in trouble, and I don't think that it's very difficult to, uh, to see why. Um, the division in our nation has become enormously polarized between separate realities, as it were. Uh, we have a large number of people that believe the election was stolen, not all of them on one side. And we have those that uh, believe that uh, the Trump campaign is uh, just, uh, you know, a sore loser. And, you know, whether you are a traditionalist, conservative, liberal, uh, progressive, leftist, everybody's got their own view. And I think that we're coming down to something very much like this. I'm going to vote blue. Vote for who you want. This is a free dictatorship. Yep, yep. This is a free dictatorship. Because it doesn't really matter who is pulling the strings, whether it's the plutocratic billionaires or the radical left Americans, ordinary Americans, Americans who don't want to be political animals, who just want to, you know, make a living, raise their children, uh, you know, live a normal life. Americans that are worried about, you know, what's happening to their children because they're not getting properly educated. They weren't being properly educated in the first place, but... At least they were getting, you know, the three R's, as it were, you know, when I was a kid. It's not happening. What is happening is that an awful lot of people are uh, turning to uh, uh, drugs, turning to uh, alcohol, or whatever is available to try and, you know, drown their, their fear and their sorrow. And it's mostly fear. And why not? You know, the thing that I think is the most offensive is the, um, what I like to call, unfortunately, I actually have a name for it, it's the COVID monarchies. And we all know who they are. They're the Democrat stronghold states that, despite the fact that actual science, as opposed to the science, uh, has demonstrated that... Lockdowns, masks aren't working. And in fact, in these uh, holier-than-thou monarchies being run by petty tyrants, the disease is uh, spiking radically. And uh, they have the highest amount of deaths. And they've made some of the absolute worst decisions. And they've compromised what would be our protectors in the streets, our cops. Uh, into, you know, uh, standing up for absolutely tyrannical rules that have nothing to do with law. And I submit to you that any police officer that enforces illegal mandates is not a police officer. He's a thug. And as much as I believe in law enforcement and our need for it, I have to get onto the progressive bandwagon and say, you know what, defund the police, not all police, just the ones that are breaking their oaths of service, which call to them to defend the Constitution first, not last. But they're not doing that. And so we have things like, you know, a New York bar owner just trying to make a living, just just trying to push back a little and say, you know what, we're Americans. We have the right to the pursuit of happiness, freedom of movement, little things like that. The Fourth Amendment, maybe you forgot about that. Maybe you should reacquaint yourself with it. But it comes down to things where a police officer will arrest a bar owner for serving him in plain clothes, you know, a hot dog and a beer. And so they arrest him because he violated the rule of a dictatorial governor, which said, no, you can't do that. There's something very wrong with that picture. There's a lot wrong with that picture. If he would had served fries with it or offered peanuts, would they have shot him dead on the spot? Don't know. Maybe. I have no reason to suspect that these people are actually interested in law enforcement. It's ridiculous. You know, you get these... these Uh, These little dictators shouting to the heavens the words of their false prophets, Fauci and Bricks, who don't believe what they say either, and haven't said the same thing consistently. They're not scientists. They're politicians. And they're in the hands of the plutocrats that are helping transfer the wealth from ordinary Americans into the already wealthiest billionaires on the planet. You should ask yourself why. Michigan got a lover, Queen Gretchen. Queen Gretchen has decided there will be no Christmas, there will be no holidays, and you will do what she says, even though her own Supreme Court said, Nope, you, you don't have the power to do that. But she says, Oh, yes, I do. I have the power. I am the power. You know, her, if her mask was just a little different, she could be Judge Dredd. I am the law. No. You are breaking the law, and you need to be put out of office, and you're not alone. Now we've got the king of California, who clearly does not believe in the lockdowns, and he's not worried about the virus, not when he goes out to uber-expensive dinners with, you know, colleagues and friends, and basically says, do as I say, or I will turn the police loose on you. And who cares what I do? Oh, yes, I made a mistake. Yeah, the mistake was that you got caught. Yeah. What an ass. Anyway, it's like, nope, we're going to lock everything down even stronger. Who are these people? Who are they really? Did you really elect these people to do this to you, to destroy your lives, to help destroy the economy of this country? I'm not even gonna get into the bit, you know, the the great reset. But they're you know, whether they know it or believe in it, they're pushing for it. They're putting all the dominoes up on the table. And they're gonna push that first domino. They're already doing it now. That's pretty much what's going on here. But you know, the truth is is that Democrats, Republicans, they're very rapidly being shown to be one and the same. Let me ask you something. If you live in, actually, if you live in America, because it really isn't uh, universal. Now, are you employed? Are you working? Good for you if you are. A lot of people are not. But you know, there's been this political football that you know, if the Republicans and the Democrats were not one and the same, they could have done something about providing much-needed relief without bankrupting the nation. Back in August. Now don't get me wrong. I'm unemployed. I've been unemployed since April. My credit is in free fall. I owe <laughs> a lot of you know, a lot of uh credit card bills that you know really weren't in trouble before because I, I make a good living when I work, but I'm not working and haven't been for some time. And you know, unemployment ran out. And so I've begun doing things like looking around the house, going Hmm, what can I sell? You know, my eye casts across my my wife's very small uh, jewelry box thinking, Hmm, does she really wear that emerald pendant I got her seven years ago? Maybe maybe we need groceries more than she needs a little green rock. And I would feel ill-used, except I am not alone. I am not anywhere near alone. But I look at what they're talking about, you know, the various, the new, you know, you, you can do this search yourself. Stimulus plan, latest. Thank you, Google, for suggesting that search for me. You know, what are they doing? Oh, $1,200, $600, no dollars. You know, the time when they, they needed to do this was in August, when Pelosi came back from California and put her her thumb on the scale to say nothing for anybody unless I can bail out the Democrat states that have been mismanaged and have been going broke for decades. But now, never let a crisis go to waste. We can fix it now. I'm really tired of the Democrats trying to fix anything because all they do is make it worse. But that seems to be the raison d'etre. And now it looks like the reason Maybe because, well, they're trying to sell us to China. That's not the subject of today. But we know it's a subject of interest. Unless, of course, you're in government. But all these, all these talks about what they may or may not give the American people, now it's down to $600. Okay, let me ask you something. If you're in my situation, $600 is spent the moment that it comes to you and you're still gonna be in the stew. It's not going to help you at all. And you know it, and they know it too. We are in trouble. I don't care what side of the divide you're on, but the Republicans, they're no real different. You know, Donald Trump was uh, the most popular Republican president ever. 95% of the the primary vote, 95. And apparently he got 97% of the Republican vote during the election. That is insane. It never has happened. But here we are. And he campaigned hard to win. And he campaigned very hard for his Republican constituents who are running for office. They're not thanking them. No. No, 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 they're they're not at all. Look at some of these people. John Kasich, yeah. All right, so he's still pissed off because he didn't become president. Thank God for that. And all these other people. Most of them I don't know and I don't give a fuck about. Blah, 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 blah. All these prominent Republicans. But this is the list that really kind of upset me. And the reason it upset me is because I am a Texas resident. And I see... Representative Steve Bartlett from Texas on that list, and then I see Representative alan Steelman from Texas on that list. And if you live in any of these uh, these states, except maybe Hawaii, uh, you're probably not too happy to see one of your representatives on this list. So I'm going to ask you to remember this: the next time we vote in two years, don't put these people back in office. They are fair-weather rhinos. That's all they are. But, you know, all they want is things to be the way they were. So for the Republicans, that means things like, you know, uh, returning to the corrupt practices of bombing brown people because we want to make them, uh, you know, better than they were. And obviously through, uh, uh, you know, our, our common practice of just bombing them back into the Stone Age. We will make them see how much better, you know, it is our way. And of course, you know, that'll make new generations of people that hate us. They don't care. And of course, you know, they will also help participate in legislating away our livelihoods to China. That much is very self-evident. And the Democrats are going to go back to diluting the value of citizenship and embracing minorities and illegal aliens because they think that that will give them the vote in perpetuity, along with anything else they may do to destroy the electoral college, to pack the courts, and all the other fun things that they want to do. Don't believe me? Yeah. Well, what if I told you that on their, uh, their docket, their slate, is something called the new way forward? The new way forward uh, Basically decriminalizes illegal immigration uh, and you, uh, a bunch of things. You, you actually, you, you haven't heard about it. And of course you haven't heard about it because the mainstream media doesn't want you to know what they have planned. Because they're in bed with them. They're getting paid by them. They're getting paid by the globalists that are trying to destroy this nation. You know, and not all of them are communists. Some of them are just greedy fucks. Okay. And there's a problem with this. There's a there's a huge problem with this, you know, while they're pushing their, their you know, radical and racializing uh, integration, or excuse me, uh, legislation. Uh, it's just a mess. I, I saw uh, Tucker Carlson speak on this, and uh, this is uh, on the day we call her, and I, I can only strongly encourage you to take a look at it and listen, because he goes through the document. The document is huge, okay? Um, Sponsored by the uh, the likes of Ilhan Omar and Alexandria Cortez and and, 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 you know, other, other people that really hate our country. And the thing about it that really, really, really upsets me is that uh, some of the things that they want to do here are things like I said, decriminalizing illegal entry into the, into the, uh, the country. Um, Let's see, the bill would grant sweeping new new powers to immigration judges to nullify deportation orders at their own discretion. And, of course, they're going to work very hard to put their progressive judges on the bench. Judges that aren't interested in uh, doing their jobs and uh, upholding the law, but rather being activists on the bench, like John Roberts. Anyway... Uh, to nullify deportation orders at their own discretion. It also eliminates the statute making drug addiction grounds for deportation as well as paves the way for those convicted of drug crimes in other countries to immigrate to the U.S. Ain't that going to be wonderful? The entire country is going to become Oregon. That will be lovely, won't it? I already know some of this, but let me tell you what some of it is. Um, They won't be able to uh, deport anybody for federal crimes that uh, carry a penalty uh, less than five years but you know if you've got prosecutors that are doling it down people that are committing violent rapes and terrible crimes can find themselves with less than a five-year sentence in prison and therefore we won't deport them and then they'll a get a lesser sentence and b stay here to continue doing what they do but the worst of all of it is that there is a provision in this this bill, which says that uh, those that have been deported previously, I to love all the ads on this, good Lord. Anyway, uh, will be brought back to the United States. They will be repatriated at taxpayer expense. So all those MS-13 individuals that we finally got rid of, well, they're coming back. Oh and you're paying for it ain't that a bitch? and yeah the election was effed up totally okay i mean there's there's no two ways about it it was we have seen the evidence in plain sight i don't care if you watch you know uh uh you know npr news and you know read the uh the new york times and you think that none of this is true. Yeah, it's true. Okay. YouTube's kind of funny. See, YouTube has come out with a policy which says you cannot say in one sentence that the election was fraudulent and stolen and then in the same sentence say and it had an effect on the outcome of the uh uh the election. Yeah. So What they've effectively said is that there will be no critical thinking because you're allowed to make a a premise but you're not allowed to make a conclusion or you're allowed to make the conclusion but not support it hmm seems there's been a lot of that going on but now it's policy anyway some of you may or some of you may not know about peter navarro peter navarro uh, along with a guy by the name of uh, Matthew Brainerd, they've been looking into various aspects of what happened in our election. And Peter Navarro did a uh, a study, and he released a report called the uh, uh, the Immaculate Deception. And in it, he describes what he calls six dimensions of uh, election irregularities that tainted the election this is uh, just a little graph of it but let's have a quick look at it with respect to outright voter fraud little things like dead people voting uh, people's pets voting that actually happened too that's kind of amusing um, and these are across the six states arizona georgia michigan nevada pennsylvania and wisconsin I'm not going to get into it. It's a it's a thirty odd page report. You can download it from uh, Bannon's War and I suggest that you do if you'd like to look at it, because it has uh, some very interesting fact based information, and uh, and it'll be a good read. Anyway, ballot mishandling, not counting things the way they're supposed to be counted. Yep, uh, contestable process fouls. I wonder if that is not letting poll watchers in or if that's putting the bristol boards up during the counting somewhere in there i'm I'm sure that's that's you know in the mix um equal protection clause violations these are the substance of the trump election team lawsuit whatever else anybody else has said you know about the machines about the people about the this or the that that's not really what he's been, you know, what the the team has been after. What they have said is that the way that voters within the contested states were permitted to vote was not the same across the board, which means that some people had the opportunity to uh, correct bad votes or questionable votes. You know, I can't read this. And some did not. And some were corrected on the spot. In particular, in heavy Democrat county. it's kind of interesting. Voting machine irregularities, Sidney Powell's all over that. I'm not even going to get into it. And significant statistical anomalies. My favorite one that I heard, and I'm not saying that it's true or it's not true, but it was, uh, it was an astounding uh, revelation. Was that based upon all the factors that they had gathered together, the likelihood that uh, Joe Biden would win based upon all these statistics was one in one quadrillion chance. That's a one with 15 zeros after it. Um, not the kind of math you do in your head. Pretty amazing. But, you know, everybody's talking about, uh, you know, what do we do, blah, blah, blah. You know, the Republicans, of course, are all talking about um you know doing better next time but that's that's just talk i'm tired of republicans just talking they need to fight we've got some fighters some of the newer ones but the crony establishment they're very happy to go back to the way things were it was quiet they were making money we were bombing people we were making you know lucrative deals or they were america you know, as a governance was making the deals, but America as a people were paying for those deals. But it'll be better, right? Sure, it will. Sure, absolutely. In Georgia, the uh, the runoff election will absolutely be better than the federal election. And to ensure that, all of the poll watchers and the people who uh, who raised objections and signed affidavits They've been giving their walking papers, including this woman here. She was the one that said, oh, you know, the ballots were pristine, whiter than white. And they were exact duplicates, except for the one that she saw that looked a little like it had been printed askew on the paper. That was kind of odd. And of course, none of these ballots had ever been folded. But of course, they were mailed to legitimate voters. Yeah, sure they were. They're usually accordion folded. These had no folds in them. Maybe they were sent in uh, uh, little round election rounds, you know, do not fold spindle or mutilate types. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. So all this talk about how, you know, the election will be better next time. But Trump supporters... And even some Democrats who didn't vote for Trump, they think that, as I think, um, that's not good enough. We need to deal with the vote that we just had, because an awful lot of people feel disenfranchised and an awful lot of people are very angry, as well they should be. And the news, you got to love the news. Oh, Trump's coup attempt isn't over. So if you try to litigate, peacefully litigate your claims uh, because you've been damaged and Trump, Trump has standing, he feels he's been damaged, uh, then you're doing a coup. Ah, okay. Sure you are. Here's the thing. Um, let's discuss the difference between fraud and a coup. See, if I try and sell you, or actually if I successfully sell you a bridge that doesn't exist, that's fraud. You know, Bernie Madoff, love that name. He made off with the money. No, but Bernie Madoff uh, sold securities that didn't exist. That's fraud. However, when person or persons or foreign actors work to subvert a legitimate government and replace it with their own view of what government should be that is a coup now the difference between a fraud and a coup so far as uh american citizens you know uh being guilty of either one of these two things is that a fraud is a civil crime you go to civil court A coup is high treason. High treason isn't adjudicated in a civil court. Nope. That goes to a military tribunal. And a lot of people think that that's exactly what we need to have. We have the uh, 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 gubernatorial candidate for the state of Virginia. Calling on Trump to declare martial law, there is a three-star general, uh, McCannonary. I'm probably murdering his name. He's calling for it. Michael Flynn is calling for it. A lot of Trump supporters are calling for it for a limited martial law to redo the election. That'd be nice. I'm in favor of that personally. I am, uh, but I'm not in favor of it unless all the bad actors are brought to justice by the way high treason is punishable by death and there's some people some bad actors i would like to see brought before military tribunals i would like to see obama joe biden hillary clinton first in line i would also like to see ilhan omar (laughs) And even more importantly than Ilhan Omar, who arguably, based on evidence that uh, we saw on um, James O'Keefe's Project Veritas, was definitely involved in election fraud. Okay. So maybe, you know, maybe she's not guilty of treason. But I'd like to know why Keith Ellison didn't do anything about it. The, elect, the, the fraud is in plain sight. It's documented in the words of the people who are perpetrating it. Didn't do a thing. Maybe it's because he's owned by the Muslim Brotherhood and has been for over 20 years. You can look that up. Or if you want, let me know. I'd be more than happy to do an expose on the Muslim Brotherhood in America and who's bought and paid for by it. The results won't surprise you but the thing is is that in order to uh to bring the bad actors to justice it will take extraordinary measures the uh the people are saying oh you know trump is uh trump is trying to suspend the constitution trump is trump is trying to do a coup he's going to set up a shadow government no if he were to do this he would do the same as Lincoln did. He would suspend the writ of habeas corpus. And what that means is that, uh, see, if you get arrested for something, um, a writ of habeas corpus means that uh, a judge will evaluate whether or not you should have been detained. In this case, it's more like, you know, Star Trek Cardassian law. Meaning that, well, it's Ineffective to bring the innocent to trial. That's a bit hyperbolic, and it's scary to think that we would do that, but we have done it in the past. And the reason that you do it is because you've exhausted all other options. What is the state to do when the legislature and the judiciary branches of government fail to do their jobs to protect? election integrity or to protect the republic itself you have to take extraordinary means lincoln did it when he did it um, some of the things that he did um, is uh, he did an an executive order to shut down hundreds of northern newspapers that opposed him and arrest their owners and editors so what would happen in this case is maybe uh, and i don't think he would do that but he could Do the very same thing with the mainstream media and get all of the CEOs of the lying media, all of the on-air personality types, and all of their writers, and throw them behind bars to stand trial on a military tribunal. Don't know what the charge might be. Um, Might be treason. I don't know. Uh, He ordered the arrest of a congressman from Ohio for making statements against him. That's it's a little extreme, but maybe he had a reason to do it. Um, An arrest warrant for chief justice of the Supreme Court, who ruled that Lincoln illegally suspended habeas corpus. That was Taney. The very same Supreme Court justice who uh, put through the Dred Scott decision. Not really a good guy. By the way, there's some questions as to whether or not that actually happened. Um... He arrested thousands of Maryland residents for suspected sympathy to the South. Uh, some of them were detained in military prisons for many years without trial. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's some extreme stuff. You know, uh, you'd have to have a good reason for that. But he also said this, and this is very important, and I want every American who's looking at this to think on it. We the people are the rightful masters of both Congress and the courts. And we are. Not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men, and women now, who would pervert the Constitution. And I don't know about you, but I've watched the Democrat Party twist and pervert the meaning of the words of the Constitution. For the last 12 years. And I firmly believe that it is time to get these people out of government. One of the first things I'd like to do, in light of Mr. Swalwell, is I would like to have the House Internal Security Committee reestablished. See, they killed that off when bill clinton came to office they were supposed to uh put it as a subcommittee under the judiciary house judiciary committee never did it nobody said anything about it it just went away republicans didn't even blink and they still haven't do you know that if if i go to work for the federal government and i'm just a developer. I have to undergo a government background check. If I work as an aide in Congress, I can throw a background check which goes all the way back to my childhood. They will interview my teachers if they're still alive. Why? Well, makes good sense, doesn't it? You got to know who's running around the chamber floor, who's running around the halls of government. Since the end of the House Internal Security Committee, not one person in Congress has had to pass a background check. Do you think Ilhan Omar would pass a background check? Do you think think Maxine Waters will pass a background check? Do you think Eric Swalwell would have passed a background check? We need background checks again. Yeah, we do. And the truth is, we need better government. That, that is definitely the fact. You know, the executive branch is charged with the defense of the republic. It's one of the reasons why the president is commander-in-chief of the military. And I submit to you that the Democrats, leftists, deep state media outlets, and many others have been working with China, Russia, Ukraine, Iran, our enemies, for their own gain and to bring about the fall of America. I also submit that there are Republicans who have allowed them to do it either through cowardice or through complicity. We need better leadership. That is also a fact. Do we need a new political party? I don't know. Maybe. But the Democrat Party has proven themselves to be traitors. The Republican Party has proven themselves to be cowards. And the patriots, be you liberal, conservative, traditionalist, progressive, There are progressive patriots. They believe in this country. They just want it to be better. I think we all can agree on that. I think what's missing from this equation is that we don't talk to one another. We don't listen to one another anymore. Because we are polarized. And we are headed to, in my view, one of two different... Types of tyranny. I don't want the Republican Party. Especially the establishment Republican Party. To run this nation. They will sell us out in a heartbeat. And they have been for some time. Here's an interesting question. At least I hope you find it interesting. Lindsey Graham came out and said. I'm going to personally donate $500,000 to the Trump uh, Legal team. Now, Lindsey Graham has been in government for a very long time. I have a question for you. How is it that he has, or had, $500,000 to give to anything? Our senators are paid well, yes, that's true, but not well. They make more than I do, but they're certainly not billionaires. Except, oddly enough, people in government very soon become millionaires. Tim Poole tells a joke, and I'm going to repeat it now, how Bernie Sanders used to say, Well, the problem in this country is the millionaires and the billionaires. You've heard him say it plenty of times. Oops, and then he became a millionaire. And then he became, Problem in this country is the billionaires. Hmm. Well, I agree. Because we are not a plutocracy. For those of you who don't know, that means money rules. So we need to do better. We need to listen to one another. And I think that it's time that patriots, all patriots, stand up and do something together. The lockdowns don't work. They're destroying everybody's livelihoods. We know this. Mask mandates, <sighs> mask mandates. Are you are you kidding me? You think a mask is going to stop COVID? It certainly doesn't. We know that. We're talking about something that's n number of microns, you know, in size. And how is a cloth mask supposed to help you stop that? Oh, it's to protect other people, right? Sure. Do you know what brown lung is? You should look that up. All you people out there, you know, doing your virtue signaling, wearing your mask while exercising, while driving in the car alone, all these sorts of things. You are constantly breathing out, which puts moisture onto the mask against your face. And then you breathe back in whatever contaminates that moisture. Brown lung will kill you. And if it doesn't, it will debilitate you for the rest of your days. Take the do-rag off your face, people. You're not virtue signaling. What you're doing is you're demonstrating compliance. And I'm not talking to, you know, the the drugstore Karens that will follow you around and mace you because you're going to kill grandma. I'm over 60 years old. I'm not in the best of health. I have a heart condition. I have COPD. I am not afraid of COVID. Not in the slightest. It's a flu as far as I am personally concerned. Has it killed people? Yes. Will it kill people? Yes. Will it be with us the rest of our days? Yes. Are you willing for the rest of your life to not educate your children, to not go to churches, to not take your children to to playgrounds for exercise, to not have a job, to rely on subsistence-level and far less than subsistence-level funding from a government entity for the rest of your lives? No. A couple hundred years ago, a group of people in Boston threw crates of tea into the harbor over a tax. This is a lot bigger than a tax. We need to stand up as a united people, progressive. Traditionalist, conservative, liberal. We all need to do an act of defiance and take back our lives. Else we will live in tyranny of one kind or another. If either side of the divide wins, we in the middle, and that's all the little people, lose. So I say to you, burn the mask. Open your businesses. If you own a business, open it up. If you don't own a business, go and support the open businesses. And if the police come to arrest business owners, don't let them. You don't seem to realize that those who rule do by do so by consent. Plato said that in like three hundred BC. It was true then, it's true now. I withdraw my consent officially to be ruled, as opposed to having sensible governance. You need to do the same. And start talking to people. Start talking to people who do not agree with you. That's important, because what separates us is not so great. Should we argue? Yes. Will we argue? Yes. In the end, will we come to an agreement that makes both sides happy? Hell no. But we'll be better. Are the questions racial? No. Anybody who's trying to sell you on racial issues is trying to hurt you. Stop listening. You know the arguments. Of course you do. Uh, You know, white privilege. Blah, 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 blah. It's all bullshit. It's Marxism. We are not a communist nation. We are not a socialist economy. Socialism doesn't, you know, pick people up out of poverty. Capitalism does. And notice that nobody's running and fleeing to socialist nations. People are coming from socialist nations to come here. Do the math. Think about it. But what is more important than all of that is stop stupidly and patently hating one another. Start listening to one another. Burn the mask. Go back to work. God bless you all. Even if you're atheist. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And I'll see you again.